Hey, it's Chris. And Kylie. We're just a couple of jerks who need help following Jesus. Our podcast is all about humility. And finding direction and purpose. Especially when life gets hard or things don't turn out like we thought they would. Welcome to Following Jesus for Jerks. Hello, everybody. Hello, listeners. That was... That was creepy. That's my, uh, what's, the, what's the name of that movie? Silence of the Silence Lambs. of the Hello, Hello Clarice. Clarice. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. If I could just hear our, our, our count drop dropping. <laughs> <laughs> Should I talk in that voice the whole time? <laughs> Unsubscribe. <laughs> Uh, well, hello, Kylie. It's nice to be across from you. It is great to be across from you as well. We had a, um, I don't know how we're going to, I don't know how we're going to follow last week. Uh, man, I. That was so that, good. That was fun. That and, was. And scary. No, it wasn't scary. No, it wasn't scary. They, I thought our dads did an incredible job. They did. I, we got great feedback. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. ev- from everyone. I my family came out of the woodworks and was like, Oh my god, we never heard those stories. I didn't know all that yeah. about him. I was like, I didn't either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was great. Your dad your dad was great too. Yeah, it was uh it was just good. It yeah. Was, you know, like yeah. hearing story, hearing how we've gotten to be the people that we are. Yeah. You know, and and the generational you know, trickle down of, of story and behavior and, you know, why we are the way we are, yeah. I think is. And so, and so they're the ones to blame. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had um, my dad's sister, my aunt, um, texted both of us and she indicated she's listened to a few, but uh, obviously, you know, wanted to hear from what dad had to say. And, and she just talked again about, you know, the appreciation for their upbringing, yeah. you know, their parents and oh, that's the, cool. the things that were instilled in them, you know, from a faith perspective, especially. And, uh, so it was good. It was yeah. Good. Yeah. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. We, um, let's give a shout out to some, some super fans like a uh, super fan, Deb, super fan, Deb. There's another super fan that, Ooh. uh, we, we, we haven't mentioned yet. He's listened to every episode. Okay. He gives us tons of feedback Good feedback every single time. Okay. Our favorite Fort Wayne teacher, Doug. Superfan Doug. Superfan Doug. Superfan Doug. Everybody if you're should know Doug. Doug. He's unforgettable. He's he's a pirate's favorite teacher. That, stop. Doug. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm, Doug, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, I was going to say, he just unsubscribed. <laughs> we have uh, another super fan. Yes. Who, he, lots of comments. Lots of feedback. Critique. A lot uh, of critique. Yes, yes. He catches little things that are said. <laughs> that, yeah. And you guys will meet super fan Micaiah at some point soon. Who else? My dad. Super fan dad. Super fan Wahib. <laughs> Listens, listen. If I post the episode at, you know, 8 o'clock on a Tuesday morning, by 8.40, he's texting me, hey, <laughs> love this <it>. episode. <laughs> <laughs> Proud of you, son. I'm like, oh, this is amazing. Um, that's awesome. What we, other super fans do we have? That's, that's all right. I, mean, I don't know. What? Vice President Harris listens every week. Really? Yeah, I wish. I don't think so. 
I don't think she knows who we are. Probably has other things on the agenda. Probably. <laughs> listen to a couple um, jerks. Martin Luther. If he what? if he were alive, he'd listen. <laughs> not 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 you King know. Jr., although I hope he would too. I'm talking the original, you know, German ninety five theses on the door of the The Reformation. Yes. The reformer. That Martin Luther the Reformer. I, I think he'd be a super fan if he were if podcasts were around in his day. Do you? I don't know. <laughs> like <laughs> who are these jerks? Except he'd say it in German and we wouldn't know, so Do you know what my last name means in German? <laughs> no, but when I texted you this morning, yes. Siri thought it was Can I blow? <laughs> yes. Uh Siri's not Yeah. What's what's your last name in German? If you went to the supermarket in Germany and looked for garlic, my my last name, Canablo, is garlic. Means garlic in German. Yeah. Now you know, and, I don't, and all of our super fans. I don't know what I'm going to do with that information. Probably nothing. I'm going to do something with it. Oh, jeez. Um, Me- my last Mr. name. Mr. Meme Creator. My last name. I don't know what it would be in German, but whatever Isaac <laughs> is in German. My my last name is uh, Ishak. In Arabic, it's Ishak, which is Isaac. Chris Isaac. Chris Isaac. Which Sounds if you Google like a him, pop, pop singer. Wicked Games was the number one song. <laughs> You've all heard it. <laughs> and if I had a, and being that I sell and design recording, you know, like recording studios, I mean, that's I spend my day talking to musicians and producers, and yeah. And if I had a dollar for every time someone asked me, "Wait, are you the guy?" I, I'd have like eight dollars to be honest with you. Wouldn't it's not that much. I could like I could like buy a latte. Like, so, anyways. Oh my goodness. I'm just kidding. Kamala Harris does not listen to our podcast, and neither does Martin Luther, King or Reformer. It's good to know. But we do have some cool super fans, and we appreciate super fan, regular fan, first time listener. Uh, I'm not sure about these guys. We appreciate all of you. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, and here we are. Here we are. We just had a couple. We just had a nice conversation. We did. Are we entering into that? Well, I was gonna. I was gonna comment on some of the background noise that you might be hearing. Oh yeah, because we're here in our pod spot, pod spot twenty twenty one. I introduced it as the pod lounge earlier this morning to someone, and they threw up a little bit. No, they were I, kind of excited. I just don't because like the, pod lounge. Just and that's fine. Just because there were two couches up here is why they got oh, excited okay. because. They were like, I'm going to probably need a nap later today. And I said, oh, I got a spot for you. Um, no, if you're local mm-hmm. to Fort Wayne, New Haven area, um, we have a ministry that, that started uh, beginning of the year. Actually, November. Were, yeah. November. Yeah. Um, and we have we host a 12-hour burn, uh, a 12-hour tw- a day of prayer and worship here. That's a religious thing, not a fire thing. Yes. Just to be clear, uh, all, the pyro- all, all our super fan pyromaniacs were like, yes, yes. <laughs> there, there are scented candles, but that's as, uh, no, but the third Friday of each month, uh, 12 hours of prayer and worship unto the Lord. And um, so it's just an open space. And so that's taking place downstairs. And that happens to be today, the day yep. we're recording. And so it's, I don't know if they'll be able to hear it or not. I don't but that's know. That's okay. It was you were before when 
when there were lots of drums going on, but I don't think there's drums going on right now, so maybe yeah. you won't. But if you do, it's great worship. And you know, you know one thing, and we've talked about this before, Kylie, but one thing I really appreciate about this this ministry and what's happening is you have all different kinds of churches, yeah. ministries. You know, like, I, I always get a little, I'm probably going to offend someone with this, I always get a little bit turned off by, like, like citywide church gatherings and things like that. Because I, instead of honoring differences, differences in practice, even differences in theology, like not the majors, right? But like right. the minors. Right. Instead of honoring that, I, I think what winds up happening more, more than anything is we just find the like the least common denominator amongst all these churches and it's usually one thing it's usually prayer that's about the only thing that they can really agree on without highlighting any differences and so we just get together and we pray and we do and we do some worship where you know some people raise their hands and some people feel weird about raising their hands so but instead what we're seeing here are different groups coming together given a given a platform and it's like do what you do do what you do. And for some, it's heavy on intercession. For others, it's heavy on worship. Others, it's heavy on experience. Others, it's heavy on word. Whatever it is, it's different groups coming together, honoring the differences that make us the whole body of Christ. And instead of like, no, that I, you can't do that. That offends me. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I, heard, I heard that group speaks in tongues. Or I heard that group doesn't. Right, but instead it's just no. Let's just come together and, like, for twelve hours and just love on the Lord. You know, that's as as this collaborative ministry has kind of taken shape just by, you know, submission to whatever the Lord has for it. You know, the 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 name I think of this new whatever is being titled unto Jesus. Like everything oh, cool. revolves around that like that's the that's the commonality that we that we hold to and i'm glad you said that because it's not a a crossing ministry yeah um it it is uh i i i the the more i grow in experiencing god in understanding who god is in not just leading, but just faith and faithfulness, the more abundant God appears to me. Mm. Like the more that I feel like we should be hands opened, mm. hearts opened to to different expressions, to and again, not I'm not talking about the majors. I'm not talking yeah. about the right, you know, the centrality Jesus of Jesus. Is the only and, is, the, yes. is, the, is the only way to the Father. And but to allow the Holy Spirit and, 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 and there's wisdom and there's being on guard and there's, you know, discerning for sure, but also a, a open handedness of this is not mine, this is yeah. not ours, this is God's. Yeah. And so how can he best be honored. I mean, we walk into any other context of life and it's like, how can I learn? How can I grow? How can I experience um, something different, something new, something? And again, not outside the context of God's word and right. who Jesus is. That's not, let's just, let's just lay that on the table. Yeah, this like isn't some universalist any, just, kind of. Yes. Yeah. We're not having that discussion. 
but I love to learn and grow from, I mean, it's, it's the conversation you and I have every time, not just the podcast, but every time we talk, like I get to learn and grow by listening to how you're experiencing God and, and how he's speaking to you and how you historically have what your experience has been. And, and I, I know that it's vice versa. Yeah. And, and that's, what's, you know, spurring us all along yeah. to loving him more, loving others better and, it's just, I, I feel like we've got to, we should learn to have less of a hands-on mm. approach, gri- gripping tightly, grasping tightly to only what I know and only what I believe and and be open to we serve and we love a all-knowing transit, like yeah. the abundance of who God is and here's a, this was actually shared with me yesterday in a different context, but uh, it's kind of like if we've all got, you know, let's say all of these different um, expressions of faith, these different denominations or or whatever, we've all got a a belt attached to a bungee cord and it's attached to a pole in the center of us. For us of faith, it would be Jesus. Christian faith, it would be Jesus. Like, if I turn and run the other direction, because this is what I believe, Mm. that's going to be unhealthy for everybody else. If we all just kind of lean away with this bungee cord attached, we're we're all, Mm. we're all like, you know, we're we're all being healthy. And this is what I, like you said, this is what I... This is where my tendency lies. Yeah. Heavier in worship. And that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. And let's appreciate it. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't know. I've, I've always seen the, so yeah, to, to echo what you're saying, the way to, the way through the cross is narrow, right? Yes. I yes. mean, Jesus yes. teaches you that the whole, I mean, when we read the gospel, when, 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 like it's a narrow, it's a humble, narrow, low way. So yeah, we're not, we're not preaching this like universalist gospel. Absolutely. You're all in, no. <laughs> you know, but, but there is this, there's this idea that the further we go, whether it's in maturity, study, whatever, I think we've talked about this yeah, before. Yeah, but pie. it's like, yeah, it's like a, it's like a, a piece of pie that like the further in you go, the more narrow it gets. And the goal, it seems with American Christianity, maybe not American Christianity, maybe worldwide, but the goal with religion is to, hey, I'm going to reach a point where I'm on the very I'm at the tip of that slice of pie where absolute truth is absolute truth. There's no other way. Like the further in I go, the more narrow things become when really the further in we go, realizing we're just a slice of a greater pie. Mm. (laughs) That is the kingdom of heaven here on earth here and not yet. And it's, it doesn't get more narrow. It actually gets way more broad. Again, the way through the cross is narrow, but then once we're through, it's very broad. That's why Paul had to teach the Corinthians, right? Like, hey, an eye's not a hand, and a foot's not an ear, and they're different, but they're all part of the body. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I, I, I love, I don't know. I love seeing all those expressions each have a place, whether even, even if they're not understood by everybody, but understood that they're doing this unto Jesus. And I have room for something that is a different language than mine. 
Sure. Like a, I would, I would love to see a, a city where the churches work together in such a way. And and I pray this yes. for Fort Wayne. Yes. Where, you know, if someone someone visits the charismatic church and they're in town and, you know, they just have a need, right? They're, uh, it's a it's a, a young single parent and they just they need diapers and blankets. You know, where the charismatic church is like, you know what? Here, let me let me introduce you to the Presbyterian Church down the road. They have a great ministry ministering to 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 people in need, sure. and they go. And then someone else goes and visits, you know, the 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 the, the Presbyterian Church, and you know, I don't know. They they want to sit down and debate and 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 reason out and and have a you know apologetic conversation about the kingdom of God. And it's like, well, maybe we don't do that here, but hey, let me introduce you to my Baptist friend down the road. They 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 real like. You, you would love to talk with them, right? Instead of, like you said, instead of trying to hold on, just have more of an open hand. And I think that would bring, or someone goes to the Baptist church, right? I, I need healing, right? Like I'm sick. Oh, you know, here, let me introduce you to my charismatic friends down the road sure. who'll pray for you. I, I think there's no better way to see, re, to see revival come to a whole community or a whole city than if we started doing that. Oh my gosh, I would love that. I, I think it. I think it'd be incredible. Yeah. And, and when you talked about the pie, you yeah. started saying, "I get to a point." Yeah, it becomes about us. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a book I haven't. Um, it's on my bookshelf. I haven't read it yet. But the sin of certitude or mm. the sin of certainty. Like, we believe we have to have all the right answers. Mm. Like this thing of faith is. I don't know, at least in my life, is is changing all the time. Again, not the X's and O's, but like I'm learning and growing and being shaped in different ways by different experiences and in in my failures and in ways that God is coming through. And if if we are certain about I mean, Paul describes describes it as the mystery of mm-hmm. the gospel. Yeah. Like yeah. if we believe that this all-knowing, abundant God is bigger than we can wrap our minds around, then how am I going to have complete certainty about every theological discussion we have? Yeah. That's what I, I'm i learning is I love to have, not argument, I love to have debate and have discussion around theology, knowing that, hey, let's continue to wrestle with this. Let's continue to allow God, the Spirit of God within us, to shape our thoughts as we submit mm. to his will and to what he wants to reveal to us through his scripture and through his presence in our lives, as opposed to I have the answer yeah. and that's it. Yeah. And, and we don't need to talk about that. I'm not going to listen to you because no, like there's this abundant God that, yeah. that I want to, I want to experience more and more of, I want to, and I'm asking for, I believe it's biblical. We ask for more giftings. I mean, I had, we talked about earlier, I had a, we had a rough night at our house and God woke me up at two thirty or three twenty five in the morning, which is not normal for me. Three twenty five in the morning, I woke up and I, I heard goodness and mercy. So after a rough night and being frustrated because I've got a couple big days of, of ministry going on, I heard the Lord tell me goodness and reminding me of his goodness yeah, yeah. and his mercy. Resonated the rest of the night in my head. I woke up 
And then it's like, oh, well, of course, Psalm 23, even in the midst of good days, bad days, awesome things taking place, horrible things taking place, if I, as I am trusting in him, as I am believing and having faithfulness in Jesus, goodness, his goodness, his mercy will follow me all of the days of my life. I needed that reminder last yeah. night. Yeah. And 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 so it's like, man, God continue to speak to me in that way. That's not normal for me, but I want you to. I'm asking you to mm-hmm. continue to speak to me in dreams. Continue to if it is in your will, fill me with vision. Give me words, you know, of affirmation, words of encouragement um, for people. Um, all of that where and that's if and that's biblical, right? I mean, Paul. Sure. Paul. Paul told us to desire earnestly the spiritual gifts, especially right. that you would prophesy. Being, as Paul also says, being content yeah. with where we are, and yet I'm going to continue to ask. And if and, and God, if you if you pour that out in me, praise God and amen. Yeah. And if you choose not to, it doesn't change anything about how I feel or my faithfulness or how you feel about me or my faith. Like again. The eye, the ear, yeah. the arm, the foot, like we're all in this. I think for God to, sh- to that's a part of God shaping us. It's yes. okay yes. that we don't see everything through the same lens. Not, not only is it a part of him shaping us, I think when we see how Jesus, while he, the, while he was on the earth with his disciples, we read the accounts of his interactions with, with his disciples with crowds, with Pharisees, even after he resurrected with Paul, right? The way he interacted with him. We see a Jesus who is okay with us, with our questions. Yeah. With, is okay with us wrestling it out with each other. And it almost like he doesn't care who's right or wrong as long as the road is leading towards more truth, right? Yeah. Like yeah. the road leads to him. And and and, I, and I'm not saying that there's no right and wrong in the kingdom. I don't mean it like that, but Jesus is less concerned about where you start than it is about where you end. And and I I wish we questioned things more as a faith community. I wish we did. I wish we had more conversations on well, what does God really think about A B and C? And let's let's search it out. Let's search out the scripture. Let's search out the heart of God and and let's figure it out. And it's and it's okay if, you know, I, I think about something that one of my ment my, my mentor said to me about Christian healing. Because there that perfect perfect example, right? You have scriptures that prove that it is God's will to heal all the time. And you have scriptures that that glorify God in infirmity and and almost welcome his, you know, uh, Hosea 1, I've I've broken you so that I can heal you, or Hosea 6, rather, or uh, Jeremiah also, you know, has something like that. And and so, you know, you you, you look at someone in today's faith, like, uh, what's her name, Johnny Erickson Tata, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, What's she, quadriplegic, paraplegic? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she talks about how it's God's grace to her that gave her that. And then and then you listen to faith healers, right? 
who would never, uh, like, hey, that's not God. That needs to be healed. And my mentor said something to me once, because he, he's, he's probably one of the, 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 the world's experts on Christian healing. And he admitted something to me privately once. He said, Chris, he goes, I, I don't know what to do <laughs> with the Johnny Erickson Tatas. He goes, but here's what I know. I know that God's given, God hasn't given me her ministry. I remember the first time he told me this, it kind of, it kind of offended me. <laughs> but this is what he said. He goes, I don't know what to do with that. I don't have answers for her. God's given me a ministry of healing. And so my bent, my lens that I have to see scripture and have to see him is that God's will is to heal all the time. And I would imagine, and, and he said, he goes, does God heal every time, all the time? No. Which from the from the background and experience I have is offensive in the other direction. Yes. I, I was just about to say, yeah. I, yeah. I am, I am not that I know her or whatever, no, but I imagine if you had a conversation with Johnny Erickson Tata, she would say, yes, God does heal. But my ministry is when he doesn't, how do we glorify God? And that's the bent that I have to see scripture in. And if, and if we can come to a place of, of realizing like, yeah, that's, that's, that's the ministry God's given me, but that's not the whole pie. Sure. That's my slice to minister in that way. Um, and, 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 and realize that, th- that they need each other. And that's the beauty of it. Yes, yes. We look at it as, I think generally we have looked at it as one of those is right and yeah. one of those is wrong. Yeah. Depending on what camp you're in. Right. And the reality is there's, as long as it's not against the authority of scripture, it's, if it's not again, like it's both, it's both. And, and there's beauty in, in all of it. I mean, we can talk about anything, right. You know, we can talk about race. We can talk about whatever the beauty is in the, the, the difference in the diversity, Yeah, you know, and, and learning how to appreciate and learn and to grow and, recognizing it's not about man it goes back to that Brene Brown quote it's not it's not about being right it's about getting it right yeah yeah like how do we grow I mean isn't that a isn't that a uh a traditional thing in the Jewish culture is to come around a table and yeah. eat a me- meal together and debate yes. and argue yes. vigorously yes. the scriptures and then to get up at the end of the night and walk away in love and and let's come back and do it again next week and I think the key, I believe the key is this is one going to draw us, it should draw us nearer to the Lord and not farther away. Mm-hmm. And that's going to come through the power of the Spirit, which is going to lead us to love and joy and peace and gentleness and self-control and and not anger and frustration. Yeah, and yeah. <clears throat> no, I love having the discussion and I love entering into rest taking our discussion and rest and and i'm gonna go before the lord Mm. and recognizing that hey god's giving you and i have different backgrounds different cultures we look different we're we like that's good if we were all the same then you know and and that's what happened even here with this ministry like this partnership is with two other ministries that have different slightly different expressions sure um, 
And, and what we have found is, first of all, the f- first few months, we had some people from our, from our church family that were not questioning it. And like it, nothing was ever heavy handed, but kind of like, Hey, what are, what are we thinking here? Are we, yeah. are we still on track? Like, I'm like, but it, it caused people to enter into scripture and time with the Lord and for us to have these discussions and go, listen, I know that this person and this person that lead these ministries love Jesus a thousand percent. I know that they're, that they know that Jesus is God, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, the one and only way to salvation on and on and on. Like the majors, we're all on the same page. The minors and the expression of that faith is slightly different, but it's biblical. Sure. And we've had situations where we've pressed back and forth to each other and been like, hey, because I have a shepherd's heart, right? So, like, I want to make sure that we're not just having this um, event-driven expression of a spiritual high every month. Yeah, yeah. But that people need shepherded through times when the word is shared, times when healing is being prayed over and and there needs to be explanation with all that. And again, it all just has drawn everyone closer to the Lord. Everyone like people aren't getting angry, people aren't moving away, people are moving toward and going, "Oh, this is beautiful. The more I step into this, this is this does align with what I believe. It's just it looks a little bit different." Yeah. Yeah. And and that's the beauty that's taken place through all this. And I'm with you. I wish I wish we were able to just, we all love Jesus, right? Like, so what are the things that are most important and most valuable? And that's what I'm going to choose to see in, hey, if we need to talk about some things that, you know, let's let's talk about discerning and what wisdom is and what so, so I, yeah. scripture so how looks do, like. So how do we do that in a healthy way? How do we... <clears throat> And, and and maybe the, maybe this was the point of this episode, right? To to land here, like, how do we, as part of a, a much larger faith community that doesn't look like us in all expressions, sure, how do we have those conversations about, hey, hey, what? Why do you raise your hands in worship? What does that mean to you? Like, how how do we have those conversations both directions? How do we allow the questions to come to us? And how do we question others in a way that's humble, healthy, and that, like you said, doesn't doesn't lead us down the road of anger and frustration and difference, but down the down the road of acceptance, lo- continuing to love Jesus, like, like how, yeah, how do we do that well? I, I, Cause we, cause we haven't <laughs> like, I, and I'm talking as a, as a, as a, as a larger faith community, we haven't done that well. That's why there's so many denominations and factions and a church on every corner. Right. Well, I, I think part of it is that, I mean, and, and I've, I've struggled through this early on in ministry of, of having a competitive heart. Like, Oh, I want, I want, I want you to come here. Mm-hmm. Like instead of recognizing that this might not be the place for you. And that's fine. Like, come hang out with us, check it out. See if this is how you connect with the Lord and are, are learning and growing and encouraged in your, in your faith. So I think there's a, it goes along with everything that we talk about. I think that there is a, there is a pride that needs to be stripped Mm. down of, there's a pride that needs to be stripped down 
period. I think I'm right. I'm right. Yeah. I have all the answers. Yeah. I know everything theologically that there is to know. And, and that's it. And if mm. you don't align with that a thousand percent, mm. then you're wrong instead of let's talk through this. Two is I think as leaders in faith, we need to encourage, you said it earlier, the open space of it's okay to ask a question. It's okay to not know. It's okay to have, God can handle our doubt. God can handle our, I'm not real sure about this. I think and believe that we are losing a generation of of young people that have grown up or walk into churches and are walking away from churches who are not allowing space for those mm. discussions to take place. <clears throat> this is what we believe. Mm. This is what you have yeah. to believe. Yeah. And if if you have any question about that, of how that not only just like straight up theology, but how that intersects and interacts with your life, like yeah. your everyday life, yeah. then then politics, who you hang out with, for sure. your friends, yeah. yeah. You you can't be here. I've had so many, I mean, I'm just going to be real. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll lose some followers. I don't know. I've had so many discussions with young people, um, young adults, that ask me questions about, well, we, I'm, I'm, I got pregnant. You know, things like that. Or, uh, different places. And I'm not saying, I don't know. I, I don't I don't have all the answers either. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't, I know that there's a standard that, that, the Lord has for us. But I've been in places where a, a, a Christian college, girl gets pregnant, gets kicked out. I have people ask all the time, hey, uh, I, my boyfriend and I got pregnant. He teaches Sunday school. Now he can't teach Sunday school. They won't marry us. Um because I'm pregnant and all these questions. And I go back to how did Jesus interact with right, people? Right. Like those are the points at which that pregnant girl at the college that I was at needs to see Jesus by people coming alongside her and loving her. Yeah. Like the reality is we've all jacked things up, right? Like every single day. Is there grace enough? Is God's grace abundant enough for something that we think looks messy or or isn't it? Yeah. Like, how did Jesus interact with the woman at the well? How did Jesus yeah. interact with the woman caught in the act of adultery? Those just happen to be just two examples. Right. They're both women, but Oh, we <clears throat> we got plenty of manly examples. <laughs> right. But like he inter- exhibit A and B right here. <laughs> but he interacts with them yeah. in love yeah. with grace. Not not justifying your sin. He never justified their sin, yeah, yeah. but he said, you matter to me, and I, I love you, and your grace is abundant even in your mess. That's why I have come. Yeah. Like Jesus came to, to heal, to save, to it's, to... it's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. Yeah. And so, so in a church culture for... People to people that are struggling. I mean, I think about people that 
I believe that abortion is wrong. Here we go. Hot topics. Let's, let's do it. I, I believe that abortion is wrong. I also believe that any, anybody, any woman that walks into having to make that decision, I don't think that that's easy. Right. I think that there are a majority of people that probably walk into that situation because of all kinds of other things that have led up to to making that decision. Yeah. And and are we coming alongside like it's easy for us to just sit and condemn. But I believe Especially when we've never had to face the abortion or the things letting up to right. the abortion. And again, that's just this is just an example. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but if we can see through the behavior the sinful behavior and 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 read scripture responsibly about who Jesus was and go never justifying the sin never saying that that's okay but right. but I know what's in front of me and I know that coming alongside and loving people well and entering into dark spaces is where Jesus went he hung out with people yeah. so much so much brokenness that he was accused of being a drunkard yeah, yeah. and a glutton. And why are you why are you dining with these people? Why would you allow her to to you know right. to sit at your feet? Right. And all this if where you, if he knew who this woman was. Yeah. And it's like I, I don't I don't know. I just think yeah. I don't think I, I think it's irresponsible sometimes to be so heavy handed where we should be the place a church should be a place of of people that are walking in that are that are a mess. Yeah that are broken, that are that need love and grace and mercy, how are we showing people Jesus? How how many people came to Jesus with questions all along his ministry? His disciples, broken yeah, people, yeah, they're yes. entering in and going, "Help me understand this. Yes. Help me understand this." And instead we we want to we when we've pushed people away from asking questions because we already have all the answers. <laughs> wow. And I wow. think until we open up spaces of going, we don't have all the answers, but we know that God calls us to love and worship him with everything that we've got and to love and be abundant in who Jesus was to us yeah. in grace and mercy and forgiveness. And so, yeah, your life's a crappy mess. How can I love you yeah. well in that space? Here, he, he, you don't have all the answers, and and you're questioning this, and you're doubting, and you're unsure, and I didn't see God come through in the way I thought He would. Okay, let's talk about it. Let's let's look into what Scripture says and who He is, and maybe why He's allowing you to walk through this, and how this is to develop and grow your faith, mm. not tear you away from it. And so I love when people use the word, um, young people use the word deconstructing. I'm like, uh, deconstructing what you knew. Yeah. But the reality is Jesus hasn't changed. Yes. And yes. when you recognize the real and true Jesus and gospel and who God is and how much he's crazy in love with you and how much he's seeing through all your mess and when you give your life to him and how much how much how abundant your life will be as you enter into the will of the Lord because he is for you and not against you, he will fill you with his peace and his joy. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, deconstruct all the stuff that you've known about who he is and know the one true pure yeah. Jesus. I've been watching this. Uh, I'm I'm probably a little late to the game, but I just started watching this a series called The Chosen. Chosen, The Chosen. I don't know, but it's a. I haven't seen. I just heard about it actually. Oh, maybe I'm not late to the game. 
I don't know. Maybe we're both late. <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm only like a few episodes in, but it 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 takes a lot of liberties, right? Uh, sure. But the the one thing that each of the stories remind me of is what you just said that Jesus. Like, there's a lot of extra biblical stuff in there, right? Just to make it an interesting story. But what I like is the the creators of the show, or creator, whoever. It, it's the whole point of it is showing. Jesus came for the mess and to live in the mess with us and to pull us out of it. Yeah. And he doesn't do that from far away. He does that from jumping in the quicksand with us to rescue us. And yeah, I, I pulls us from the depths of hell yeah. from the muck and the mire. Right. Psalm Cause 40. he loves us. Yeah. Right. And, yeah, I, I I I like where I like I like where we landed. Uh, I, I do want I want to share one one story one quick story of you know the Vineyard Church. Yeah. So the guy who started his name is John Wimber, and he was actually uh, he was like a rock and roller. He produced uh, um, Righteous Brothers. He played keyboard for the Righteous Brothers and uh, produced a lot of their albums for a long time and got 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 saved in this denominational church. And I won't say the denomination because it doesn't matter. It could be any of ours. <laughs> and so it was a pretty radical salvation. And this is out in, uh, I think, in Northern California, somewhere on the West Coast at least. And he's like, he's getting saved. <laughs> and he's getting all his friends saved. And so week after week to this quiet denominational church, he's bringing his rock and roll friends who are meeting Jesus. This is like the height of the Jesus movement and they're meeting Jesus, but they don't have the behavior down. Sure. <laughs> they don't have the language down They're outside, outside at before and after church smoking, leaving their cigarette butts around They're They have foul language. They, but they're, they're authentically having an encounter with Jesus and getting saved. And I heard the story of this the this woman who had been in that church for a long, long time. Think, think old blue-haired woman, you know, kind of thing. Who gets in John's face, finger in his face. And you, by bringing all these people, have ruined my church. Like the unwillingness to be in the mess. I'm not saying that to judge her, you know. But I wonder how many churches would feel that way if we talk about him a lot because we love him. If Michael Jackson showed up, I wonder how many of us are tempted to be like that here in this very building. I wonder how many churches he would he can walk into. And people would say, oh, n- no, he, he doesn't have the behavior down yet. Eh, come, come, come back in a couple weeks. After you read a little more, read a little more of decently in order, <laughs> right? Read a little more, read a little more of Paul's instructions to the churches and then, and then come back. You know, that we have this, that first you behave, then you believe, and then you belong. Mm. And how backwards that is, that we need to belong to one another. Well, first of all, no, we need to believe 
And then we need to belong to one another. And then we'll figure out the behavior. Then we'll, we'll wrestle with the questions and trust that Jesus will lead us into all truth. But when we start with believing and belonging, Yeah. Yeah. I I think a lot of it has to do with trusting in the power of the Holy Spirit. Like the Holy Spirit is who is going to change people. Not me. Yeah. Not you. Yeah. Not anybody listening. Like we can have influence in people's lives, we can cheer people on and encourage people to Jesus. And even that's, even that's the Holy Spirit yeah. through us. Right. And Jesus is the author and the finisher. Right. right. He said, if I'm lifted up, I will draw all men to myself. Right. Is what he said. Yeah. And so I, I think we need to take our hands off the wheel, open up our hands and go, I'm going to love this person well, and I'm going to pray for this person plead for their salvation, plead for the work of the Spirit in their lives. Um, that's what's going to take place. Yeah. That's what will transform a culture, a city. Yeah. Lord, we want it. Yeah. Lord, we want that. We want that for our city. We want that for each each of our listeners and in, in their communities and their cities world like that's yeah, yeah that's what we want lord all right all right thank you for hanging out with us yeah I guess we'll do all the things comment talk to us yeah tell your friends yeah yeah tell your friends about this podcast i know that's not something you normally do like i don't start off conversation with friends like hey let me tell you about this uh you don't i don't not really I, do I mean, sometimes. Do you listen to podcasts? I don't. You're the ones I listen to. That's how. That's not how I start conversations. <laughs> but I do. I do have podcasts that I really enjoy. So, do you listen to podcasts? Here, let me tell you what I listen to, sir. This is Wendy's. <laughs> we love you guys. Yeah. See you next time. See ya. Peace.